This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Center right here on pain.tv slash gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look here. We're almost done with this. Again, this is the pitch brochure. Like if you wanted to buy property or open a business here in Coral Gables, this is what you're going to look at. Wow, what a great city. It does everything. does everything for you. It says uh, waste reduction and recycling. Coral Gables was the first city in Florida to ban single-use plastic bags in 2017. In addition, the city has also banned expanding polystyrene or styrofoam. Uh, that was in 2016, and prohibits single-use plastic straws. That was in 2019. The city of Coral Gables is also encouraging local businesses to skip the straw. In addition, the city has held nine household hazardous waste collection events since 2016, twice a year in April and November, that have collected over 320,000 pounds of household hazardous waste, and electronic waste has been recycled and diverted from the landfill. In addition, the city was the first in Miami-Dade to partner with Covanta Dade Renewable Energy to establish a prescription drug disposal program. We mentioned that yesterday. Since the program began, the city has collected and disposed of over 1,200 pounds of prescription drugs, a public safety building that historically would have gone either to landfills or be flushed down the toilet, or people would have just taken them and died. I mean... That's the world we live in, folks. It says, Green Business, in partnership with the Coral Gables Chamber of Commerce, the city launched a Green Business Certification Program on Earth Day in April 2019. The goal of the program is to recognize and reward local businesses for all of their significant sustainability efforts and accomplishments. In addition, the program aims to educate business on additional sustainability initiatives they can implement. The application includes over 75 actions businesses can take to be more sustainable. It's just government, folks. Government on top of government on top of government. You can spend your whole life here just interacting with this government or this technocracy, as we would call it. Uh, Resiliency. Coral Gables is focused on resiliency and dealing with the future potential sea level and climate impacts. To help plan, the city has developed LIDAR elevation maps, authored a white paper titled Adaption strategies, legal considerations, and conducted a vulnerability assessment looking at its critical infrastructure in relation to future sea level projections. The city has also partnered with FIU, that's the uh, Florida International University, that uh, two of the city's head technocrats are affiliated with, 
to do a tidal sediment gauge study. Since 2017, the city commission allocated $4.3 million to a sea level mitigation fund. It's an infrastructure reserve, which will be used to help fund future adaptation and mitigation efforts. The goal is to set aside a sum of $100 million by 2040. You know, Wide Awake Jim covered this through some of the research he's done and the books he's read. And uh, this is what happens. You're going to build a city in the middle of hurricane paths and then try to claim the hurricanes are getting worse when that's not true. It's just that you're building infrastructure in the middle of a normal hurricane path. And then it gets destroyed. And you go, the, the hurricanes are getting worse. They did $1.7 billion in damage. They've never done that before. And then you find out, well, you built a city in the middle of the hurricane path. Goes on to say, in celebration of World Standards Day, the Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers Standards Association held a contest in 2017 exploring how standards are helping to create the smart city of today and tomorrow. Coral Gables' winning submission centered around our city's robust network and system infrastructure based on engineering standards and best practices that enables residents and first responders to stay connected even when Mother Nature strikes hardest. (laughs) Coral Gables is working hard to harness technology in the service of our city and we welcome your input and you can contact them folks maybe share some ideas with them coralgables.com forward slash contact dash us and you can share your ideas and then over here they have uh, some diagrams coral gable smart city uh initiatives and we went through those yesterday on episode uh, 149. So I'm not going to go through that again. So that's the brochure the city actually puts out. Now, what I want to do here, folks, is I'm going to go back and I'm going to show you here. Uh, we're back at the resources. Again, if you want to get to this, you can just Google Coral Gable Smart City Technology and you're going to get to this resource page. Um, And this is great. I I think you should look at this because if you want to figure out if the city, the suburb, whatever it may be that you're living in is a smart city or they're moving in the direction of becoming a full-fledged smart city, start here with Coral Gables uh, because they have so much information available to the public. You can look here. And then you'll start to see the keywords, you're going to start to see the technology being used, and then you can do the research into the closest city to you or the city where you live or different neighborhoods being built. Uh, And one of the big things you're going to find, too, is that smart cities and 15-minute cities are basically the same thing. 15-minute cities or walkable cities, they'll tell you that that concept has been around a long time, like when we started creating cities way, way back hundreds of years ago. But... The idea is that they claim the 15-minute cities are better than the overall idea of just a smart city because the 15-minute city is an even more planned urban society where they make sure that folks can walk to or ride a bicycle anywhere within 15 minutes to get to the store, to get to work, to get to their house, to get to a park, and you should not have to leave the 15-minute zone. All right, so within a smart city, like New York City is considered technically a smart city, within the smart city, they will have different sectors, all right, different regions. 
different districts. And those will be broken down into 15-minute cities. And that's what they're going to keep you locked down to. So it's like a 15-minute diameter prison yard, essentially. And they don't want you to leave the prison yard, which is why they're going to get rid of cars. And you're going to have to then get a car from the city if you want to use a car to leave the city. Again, I laid this all out. Uh, with the Technocracy Inc. documents from over 100 years ago. So let me just go through the resource page for you folks, not over at pain.tv slash gold. This is uh, smart, uh, and these are bullet points on what you can link off to here. So we have Smart City Hub, public platform, open data, apps, GIS, AI, Internet of Things, eGov. All right, that's one that you can link off to. Digital Twin, this is the Smart City Integration Platform, the 3D Geospatial Data Analytics, and we're going to be looking at this next, folks. Uh, Then they have Strategic Plan, Innovation, and Technology. Next, they have Bolton, Smart City Innovation and Technology. This is success stories, launches, and events. Then they have Brochure, the Smart City Innovation with Augmented Reality. That's what we just reviewed. Uh, Then they have the Slideshow Presentation, Smart City and Digital Transformation Initiatives. Then they have the GIS Map, Smart City Technology Infrastructure. Next up, they have Projects, which is IT Strategic Management Portfolio. Then they have the published papers, authored, co-authored by CGIT. Then they have a poster. This would be Smart City Innovation with Augmented Reality. They have a poster, Smart City Strategic Management Framework Architecture. They have a poster, which is IT International Team Excellence Award QE Framework. They have a poster with Smart City Strategic Plan Focused Areas Chart. So They have a poster for Smart City Engineering Framework. They have a poster for the Smart City Interoperability Systems Engineering Model. They have awards under Innovation and Technology Department. They have video on the city innovation. Then they have video, Smart City Journey. So they have Smart Districts Presentation 2022, Smart City Presentation 2021, Smart City Presentation 2020. And we're going to go through those on tomorrow's episode. I'm going to walk you through 2020, 2021, and 2022 because I want to show you the progress they've made because you need to understand this stuff is actually growing. This isn't organic. It's, it's being done on a strategic development plan. Uh, they have video of the IT awards and recognition, video on the IEE award. Uh, this is policy on their information technology. They have an organizational chart on the IT department, and then they have department homepage on innovation and technology. See, there's over 20 bullets there, folks, uh, of all these different things you can go to. So I started playing around with the digital twin. Uh, And I also started to look into some of the real-time data, some of the real-time cameras that they allow folks to access. Now, what we're going to do after we go through some of this is I'm going to show you, uh, we're going to kind of back up. We're going to look at the history of smart cities overall, uh, basically how we got to this point in Coral Gables, Florida. All right, and then we're going to do some further research into the G20 Connected Initiatives, and we're hopefully going to be able to tie this all in to uh, top layers here. Uh, and, then, and then we'll start to look at more specific technology that the city is using. So, folks, when I get back, we'll take a look at the digital twin here of Coral Gables. Until then, 
Just hang outside there in the real world because we're about to enter this metaverse that is Coral Gables, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold, the Dustin Gold Standard, right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Payne.tv slash gold. All right, folks. Up on the screen here, we have, uh, let's see, wait, what do they call it? They call it the Digital Twin Smart City Integration Platform 3D Geospatial Data Analytics. So you're looking over here now at the Coral Gables uh, Digital Twin. And I'm, so I'm backing out here. And uh, you can see over here is Miami. And then uh, highlighted in the red, this is for you folks at pain.tv slash gold. You're going to see the red outline going off into the uh, water here, into the ocean. As I told you, um, Coral Gables is on the southeast side of Florida, down towards the bottom of the peninsula. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to zoom in here. This is like Truman Show. And imagine we are... uh, was a Kristoff sitting up in the moon. We're going to zoom in on Truman Show. The world's first studio. Uh, built from, that you could see from space. <laughs> Whatever it was. It was actually funny. So, there it is. This is the red outline. And we're going to we're going to zoom in here. I want to zoom in. And uh, for those of you not over uh, pain.tv slash gold. I don't know how to get you here. You're going to have to get to that resources page and go in and play around with this. But you're going to see, uh, as we zoom in, we're going to zoom in here, and you're going to see outlines of the various properties, okay? And as we get closer inside of here into the uh, digital twin, you're going to start to see these uh, buildings turn uh, three-dimensional here. All right, let's take a look. Let's see if we can spin this over to three dimensions. Now, what is happening here? Hold on a second. I was just inside here playing around with it all morning, and now uh, it wants to be a pain in the butt, folks. Hold on. I'm going to reload the page here. Always some kind of technical glitch whenever you're trying to uh, demonstrate something. So I know what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to go to coralgables.com slash contact dash us. And we're going to have to let these guys know, hey, hold on. Your digital twin software is not working appropriately. Or what it could be, folks, is that uh, there we go. There we go. The digital twin comes to life, ladies and gentlemen. So as you can see here, um, all this, it, I mean, this takes a lot of computer power, folks, but this is all digital twinning here. Um, you're seeing all the buildings now coming out of the ground, all three-dimensional. And uh, downtown here, you would obviously think like, okay, all the government buildings and stuff. I mean, right here, it's like you're in a video game of Coral Gables. Look at this. 
all 3D mapped out here for you. And um, you can see here, I'm, I'm downtown right now. Now, what I wanted to figure out is, all right, so now we're getting off into what looks like houses or apartment buildings or whatever. And um, those are all 3D modeled as well. Let's go further out into the city here. And let's see if they actually have everything mapped or not. So some of these have a blue pyramid over it. And I'm wondering if the blue pyramid, all right, that'll tell you. So this is like 117 Alito Avenue. True owner David and Hardy. Wow. So they have all the uh, property records in real time here. Residential, single unit, uh, family unit, one unit. Legal, Coconut Grove 1, Coral Gables. Okay, so they actually have real-time uh, data on uh, some of the, on the homes. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. All right. So let's see if I click. I'm clicking another one. 537 Alcazar Avenue. This is true owner John P. Cunningham. Residential single unit, Coral Gables. So basically, you could go find all the uh, property owners on this. And it looks like, yeah, look at this. We're outside of what would be kind of the city limits. And they have all of these homes 3D mapped. Wow. I, I, you know, I'm going to do some research into how they're actually building this. Now, some of these have not been turned into three-dimensional yet, or they're just not, oh, no, maybe they are. It's just not loading. No, it looks like some of it hasn't been mapped yet. Um, so they're in the process of building the digital twin, but there's these blue three-dimensional pyramids you can click on, and those prop up, pop up with the uh, property records. Who owns the house? Uh, which is pretty amazing. Um, all right, so let's, let's look at uh, Coral Gable's um city hall just for the heck of it and let's see if it'll it'll fly us in there so coral gable city hall okay we're right on top of it there coral gable city hall oh yeah so you can see i don't know if that's city hall yeah that must be city hall all right yeah so you can you can fly around inside this city folks so it's like a three-dimensional uh map of uh, Coral Gables. Now, what I was reading in some other articles about digital twinning is this will be basically linked in with all their cameras and everything. So they're actually going to have like a 3D model at all times running in sync with the cameras. So they'll be able to, for instance, click down on this and it'll open up all the cameras in the control room. Now, let me show you over here uh let's see if i can find it folks all right so this is actually um let's reload this page so i found this with a link off of coral gables site so right now this is us1 at southwest 37th avenue miami florida so we're looking at a camera and it's showing it basically i'd say one frame every half a second or one frame every second so you're looking at a real-time traffic cam. Now, from what I read, if we download the Coral Gables apps and uh, if we go over here to uh, CG, as in Coral Gables, dash hub dev, 
dash cggis.opendata.arcgis.com. All right, this is like a website they have for the portal. You can go through here. It's called Transparency Portals. And then down at the bottom, they have, uh, again, this site is really bad, but it has city applications. And they have all these different apps you can download. And some of these apps will allow you to actually look at real-time cameras uh, all over the city. That's what they're talking about, where the business owners could track everything. Uh, Let me show you this. This right here is um, under CoralGables.com, and I found Smart City, explore open data applications, maps, real-time sensors, and other smart tools for residents, businesses, and visitors on your Smart City public platform. Now, you might laugh at this because the website, I'm telling you, it looks terrible, but the technology is there. It's uh, It's all there. It's all available. It's all connected. They just need a better graphic user interface to be able to show this but check out this this is under smart building multi-sensor environmental station coral gables public safety hq complex and so this has uh, like real-time weather reports on humidity heat index wind chill now you could say okay they're pulling this from weather.com i don't think so they're using it says a uh, davis weather link network now remember their smart poles have um weather sensors and stuff inside of them now so you can go on to these real-time weather sensors again the website is is just really bad but um once they build a nice app you're going to be able to access pretty much everything inside of this uh, city so there's real-time weather reporting um this is something i landed on it's intervision daily analytics and you can look at vehicles count hourly data Vehicles count weekly data, and there's actual real-time charts here, folks, going on like right now on uh, vehicles count going east, Miracle Mile, 100-block EB vehicles. Uh, I I could probably spend a week on this, just breaking all this down for you. Galano vehicles, vehicles, ponds, Miracle Mile, these are just different places. So you can go down here. Uh, and look at all the different vehicle data, and you can actually click into these and break these down. Then you have pedestrian count hourly data. So this is real-time tracking pedestrians everywhere. And so you can click over here. Okay, so we're looking at uh, February 10th, 2023. And this is, uh, it says, Miracle Mile and Ponce Pedestrian, 108. And then you've got Miracle Mile 100 block. EB pedestrians, 117. Miracle Mile, 100 block WB pedestrians, 194. Now, you'd obviously have to know a little bit about what this means, but you're literally looking at real-time data. Here's pedestrian count for the week. So we look at uh, Miracle Mile, 100 block WB pedestrians, 3,816. So in real time, folks, they're, they're collecting all of this data off all their different cameras i mean this is insanity now this is the information that the city is sharing with you imagine all the stuff that we don't know that they have here's another one intervision analytics and uh, this is vehicle count trend 
And we're looking at uh, February, I'm looking at the 3rd, February 4th, 5th, 6th. And this gives you all the data by the day, by the hour, by the week, by the month, by the year of all of the um, cars that they're counting. And this is a pedestrian trend. So this is all over, I believe, the entire city of Coral Gables. So if you want to look, they are always like a day behind. So let's look yesterday, Coral Gables there was 32,793 pedestrians. Uh, As far as vehicles go, yesterday there was 18,163. And remember, they're doing real-time scanning of uh, all of the license plates, folks. So when you go on to their um, website, uh, let me just look real quick. I'm going to click on, I'm over at CoralGables.com Smart City, and it says Open Data and apps and so i'm back on their uh main hub page let me just go through this with you real quick because this is important this is a collaboration and open data platform for a beautiful and smart city it says a collaboration and open data platform delivering value transparency transparency mobility business intelligence and tools for citizens engagement the Coral Gable Smart City Hub is a public platform for exploring and downloading open data, for discovering and building apps, and for engaging to solve important local issues. Collaborators in the public can access convenient city services, analyze and combine open data sets using maps and graphs, as well as develop new web and mobile applications. Let's make our great community even better together. The goal of the community engagement is still to hear residents and empower them to shape their public life. This is Kay Jagadish. Um, And this is Transparency Portals. View financial and public information in dashboards and graphs. So you can go to city financial revenues, uh, city financial expenditures, capital improvement financials, property tax distribution, passports, city lobbyists, city election history and demographics, public records request, search for public records, legislative calendar and search, public police records, permanent inspection schedule. What the heck? Let's click on city lobbyists. Let's see where that takes us. All right. I'm going to close down this traffic data because, um, okay, so here you go, city lobbyist dashboard. And so this will go through all the lobbyists. This is interesting here. So you've got a whole list now of all the city lobbyists. It's broken down by year. Money's collected. Lobbyist passport elections. Uh, this is Adrian Nunez from University of Miami. You have uh, Alessandra San Roman from the Baptist Health South Florida Incorporated. Anthony de Yumre. RC acquisitions. Oh, this guy represents a bunch of different companies. These are the lobbyists, folks. You know, they're the guys who bring all the uh, money. They hand it off to the politicians to get stuff done. So you got to make it easy to find these people. Uh, Maybe they have an app for the lobbyists, and it comes up and says, who will take bribes, and how much do you have to give them to get stuff done? And then that way, you don't have to waste time even having like a lunch with the person. You just walk in with the bag of cash, and you go, listen, we want to put a laser zapper here in the center of the city to kill anyone we don't like. Uh, Here's $10,134 in uh, Bitcoin. 
And the politician goes, wow, how did you know that? And they go, we found that on the Transparent City Records. It told us exactly what you wanted to get done. Let's click on City Financial Revenues uh, and see what we've got here. Okay, yeah, so you can go into some charts here. Again, the user interface is terrible, but the information is there. And so you can go through all the annual budget stuff. This isn't new. I've seen other cities do this. Uh, Let's get into some more... um, Uh, Some crazier stuff. Uh, When I get back, I'm going to take a short break, folks, because there's a lot of stuff to go through, and I don't want to rush it. Um, And then we're going to get into the history of smart cities and really dissect this. Again, the purpose of this exercise is to show you what it really looks like. I know. It's like watching the sausage be made. But instead of just thinking about this in abstracts and imagining Terminator robots walking down the street, we're showing you how it's actually done, where it's put into practice, and what we can expect in a city, town, county, neighborhood near us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 